Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It is Anilo Piro of My Life Sports coming at you with the latest installment of the 20th and Blake podcast, a Colorado Rocky centric podcast powered by My Life Sports. This installment of the 20th and Blake podcast is sponsored by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. By now, I'm pretty sure, you know, I've said this every every podcast, so uh, if you don't know who DraftKings is, be sure to check them out online at DraftKings. They are definitely the top dog, um, both nationally and locally here in Colorado when it comes to sports betting and daily fantasy. So be sure to check them out online at DraftKings. You're definitely going to want to check them out. Um, great menu, uh, great wagering offerings and whatnot, so uh, be sure to check them out online at DraftKings. But um, this is a baseball podcast, and uh, hallelujah, we're actually going to be able to talk about the return of baseball here today, um, as well as a, a little bit here about the noble coronavirus. So it's going to be a fun episode. Uh, I'm really excited here for the first time. I've, this is what, the sixth or seventh podcast I think that I've done, and for the first time there's like some optimism behind it. Um, we're not going to be talking about the players and owners hating each other. We're not going to be talking about amateur players that have been drafted. Um, we're talking about the real deal, the big leagues, um, and they are going to play a 60-game season, folks. And by now, you know, the news broke a couple days ago, and I wanted to wait a couple days um, after the news came out so we could let the dust settle a little bit and, and see what else may have came out between now and then. And uh, I'm kind of happy that I did because if I hadn't waited, I would not have been able to talk about Charlie Blackman's positive coronavirus test. Um, so I'm definitely happy that I waited. Um, and he's not the only one. You know, there's a couple other Rockies players and some players within other organizations that have recently tested positive um, for the coronavirus. But um, we got to start off with the positive, And that is that by some stretch of the imagination and some miracle, these two sides, that being the players and the owners, were able to come to an agreement. Um, well, I mean, they technically weren't because, like, it's it's funny because you know they were gonna they were negotiating for like three months, and they were able to get nowhere because the players didn't want to back off their full prorated salaries, and the owners didn't want to meet these demands, and blah blah blah. So essentially, the players said, "Listen, we're not going to agree to a deal, and we're going to rock with you know the agreement that we had back in March, which is full prorated salaries." Um, under uh, in X amount of games set by the commissioner. Um, so in a sign of good faith, you know, the commissioner could have played 45 games. He could have played 50. Um, you know, he stuck with 60 games, which was the latest offer um, to the players. And so you're going to get the 60-game season. So the difference between this and what would have happened if the players would have agreed to the deal is if the players agreed to the 60-game deal presented by the owners, we would have had expanded playoffs um, and, and a couple of other things. Um, but the players primarily would have had would, they would have had to given up their right to grieve against the owners that they negotiated in bad faith. And, um, you know, there was a bunch of extra money that was allocated to the players that they decided to pass on in order to maintain their right to grieve. So um, that's probably going to happen one way or another as we lead up to the collective bargaining agreement here in a couple years. Um, but the players, you know, they were helping on attaining that 100% prorated salary and they got it and they're going to get their 60 games, but they're going to lose out on the expanded playoffs and maybe some additional, um, some money and the, um, draft compensation stuff that was, uh, previously talked about. So it is what it is. You know, Scott Boris, uh, the super agent who negotiated over a billion dollars worth of contracts this last off season. Um, you know, he's going to get in his mind right now, he probably got the last laugh because he's going to be able to grieve and, um, try to get more money out of the owners than they would have in a normal season. So we'll, we'll see how this all plays out. But, um, at the end of the day, you know, the, the process to get to this point was definitely not, you know, 
joyful and it wasn't exciting. I mean, I guess it was exciting, but not in a, in a positive way, more so in a, in a enraging way in a, in a head shaking way. Um, but they're going to play 60 games guys. And the season's going to start on July 23rd or the 24th. And I believe from what I've seen on social media, there's going to be like four teams that play on the 23rd and then everybody else is going to start on the 24th. So we're probably going to see Garrett Cole in a Yankees uniform before we see him, before we see anybody else, um, on the 23rd there. And the regular season is going to run no later um, than the end of September. So September 30th, um, it'll probably end closer to the 27th, 28th of September. So um, we will see. Obviously, it's it's really interesting that, you know, it's only going to be 60 games. You know, I know I've been listening to some national talk radio and a lot of people and a lot of hosts have been talking about how, you know, you can't consider a 60 game Major League Baseball season legitimate by any means. Um, you know, and I can kind of subscribe to that school of thought, just given the fact that there is 162 games played over the course of a regular season. Um, so to, so to play less than, you know, 75 games, 80, to, to play less than half is, you know, it's hard to consider that legitimate, but you know, desperate times call for desperate measures and, you know, 60 games is what you're going to get here in 2020. And I think at this point, you know, as a fan of the game, I'm just grateful that we're going to get baseball to some capacity. And, and we'll talk about here on later podcasts and in some stories that I'm going to write on mile high as to why I think the 60 game season actually is going to benefit the Rockies. So that, that's a topic for another day. So let's just uh, break down the X's and O's, the, the X's and O's here. Um, the basic stuff um, about what's going on. So um, I'll just take some excerpts from the story that I wrote on mylifesports.com. But um, after solidifying health and safety protocols, the two sides being the players and the owners officially reached an agreement Tuesday night to kickstart the season. Players will report to spring training no later than July 1st. So that's like a week away. So that's coming up right here around the corner. And I think it's important to note that spring training 2.0 will not be held in the traditional sites down in Arizona and Florida. Um, There's been outbreaks in those states, um, Arizona and Florida, uh, in case you guys didn't know, you know, they were really, um, you know, liberal when it came to opening up their state again after the coronavirus, you know, they kind of just opened their doors, you know, like two, three weeks before we did here in Colorado. And because of that, we've seen, you know, some really big surges in the coronavirus in those two states. So Major League Baseball actually elected to shut down the facilities um, in the states of Arizona, the spring training facilities in the states of Arizona and Florida. And now Major League Baseball clubs are going to have their um, spring training 2.0 at their home ballparks and, and a local ballpark nearby as well. And there's been some rumors like for here for the Rockies, like you can't fit the entire, you know, roster within court. You can't pack them all in Coors Field and expect them to have adequate training space. Um, so there's been some talk um, using some of the AAA sites down in a, in um, Albuquerque, maybe even Grand Junction. Um, but even more interesting, they're thinking about going real local and using MSU Denver, uh, Metropolitan State University of Denver. They're thinking about maybe using their complex as like an overflow, um, you know, for some excess players to get some more space and training in. And that would be awesome. Um, and I am biased given that I'm, I go to MSU, you know, go Roadrunners. Um, so I think it would be so dope. Uh, the facilities over there are so cool right off the highway in an urban environment. Um, it, I think it would be really cool if the Rockies would um, partner up with a local university like that um, to try to host that spring training 2.0. So, and you know, MSU has a nice, it has a nice solid uh, D2 program. So, um, you know, I think it'd be good for them. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Um, but yeah, so there's also been some changes. Um, so the 2020 season has been reworked and to accommodate those, uh, to accommodate, you know, the 60 games and whatnot, there's been some rule changes. And according to Jeff Passan of ESPN, we'll go through some of these rule changes. So there, you know, this is a weird one. Um, I'm in favor of it. I know a lot of purists and traditionalists are not, but, um, the designated hitter is going to be coming to the national league in the 60 game season. So that'll be crazy. You know, we're not going to see any more pitchers hitting, um, you know, pitchers hitting in ball games like we're accustomed to in the National League. Um, thankfully, Bartolo Colon is no longer in the league because we would have been robbed of that spectacle. 
<laughs> so um, designated hitter in the National League. That's got to boast well for the Rockies. You know, they're already, you know, murderers row of the National League. Um, and I'm sorry if I offend any Yankees fans, but, I mean, the Rockies do put up like eight, nine, ten runs a game sometimes um, consistently. So they really know how to, you know, produce offense. Pitching's always been their weakest uh, link. So that'll definitely benefit the Rockies. Um, and here's the schedule breakdown. So there's going to be ten. It's going to be primarily against divisional opponents. So ten games versus each divisional opponent and then four games versus regional interleague opponents. So you're going to get 10 games against the Dodgers, against the Diamondbacks, against the Padres, against the Giants, and then you're going to play teams like the A's and the Angels in between. Um, the next rule here is there. this is an interesting one too. Uh, the runner on second base to start extra innings. Uh, this is going to be really, really just cringy, I think, at first, and just kind of quirky, and I think it's going to be kind of funny, um, because I, I don't think anybody's accustomed to having a runner on second. I mean, it's like Little League or like T-ball here with this kind of a rule, but um. You know, Commissioner Manfred has been pretty adamant in trying to, you know, revamp the game and rework the game and, and modernize it and whatnot. And, you know, what better time to try it than in a shortened season um, due to a, a pandemic? So, you know, they're going to get a little weird, get a little quirky here, and they're going to try the runner on second base um, to start extra innings. And part of this is because they're going to be trying to play 60 games in like 63 or 64 days. So they don't want to have these 14, 15, 16 plus inning games. You know, they'd, if it's going to go to extras, I think they want it to end, you know, in the 10th or the 11th. And by doing that, you know, by putting the runner on second base to start extras, that's going to help. Um, there is a trade deadline as well, August 31st. I, I don't know how that's going to play out. I don't think there would really be any action because I, I think it was Bob Nightingale of USA Today tweeted it out. You know, teams in the last three or four years have been pretty reluctant to give up, you know, prospects and, and, and you know, value at the trade deadline for a half-season rental. What What is this going to be for, like, a 20-game rental? I mean, seriously, like, are you going to – is any team going to legitimately – are they going to part with one of their top prospects to have some guy play for them in 15 games plus the playoffs, you know, in, in a season that is going to be considered illegitimate by many? I don't know. Um, so we'll see how the August 31st trade deadline plays out. And then um, this one for the health and safety, COVID testing every other day for the players. This is going to be important. And I think the biggest question is here, and this will kind of bridge the gap to the next topic, um, which is Charlie Blackman and positive tests and what happens if there is positive tests while this uh, season is going on. Um, you know, so they're going to be frequent with it. You know, they're going to test these players every other day. And I think it's about as, um, you know, I mean, you could do it every day, uh, but that might be a little bit of overkill. So, um, you know, th there, there is a plan in place, folks, and it's going to be interesting to see how that plan is executed. But uh, real quick, want to take a moment to, uh, again, say that this podcast is presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The guys over at DraftKings do a phenomenal job, always. Really love using their app ever since sports betting became legal. And the sports landscape is ever-changing, and this week is no different. Lucky, Luckily for all of us sports fans, uh, luckily for all of us sports fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, has us covered. And for a limited time, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. This week is, is full of action from golf to European soccer, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. And that's not all. Head, head to the app now and check out the special odds and promotions that will be available throughout the week to help you make it rain. They are based right here in the U.S. and not offshore, so you know your funds are safe and secure. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. And to top it all off, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering their best sign-up offer to date right now. You do not want to miss this. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code MHS when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. That Use code MHS to get your sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKingsSportsBook.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem 1-800-522-4700. 
4700 So be sure to check him out online at DraftKings. Good guys, good work over there. Um, but speaking of the safety of the players, you know, this is going to be a prominent issue um, as baseball, you know, tries to work their way back here from the coronavirus and whatnot. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's increasingly important because, you know, in the, this week we had some news come out about Charlie Blackman. And before that, let's take it back. You know, I had mentioned it earlier in the podcast. You know, the reason why Arizona and Florida are closed is because of the surges in coronavirus. I saw the state of Texas today had like six, 5,000 new cases alone in a 24-hour period. So this, this virus is clearly not going away. And these states like Texas and Arizona and Florida, you know, these, these conservative strongholds that, you know, were reluctant to shut down in the first place that were hell bent on opening up, you know, as soon as possible, you know, they're, they're taking a toll right now. And I've seen, you know, Texas, they're, um, you know, the ICUs at like 97% capacity. So, you know, these states are getting hit hard and it, it begs the question, you know, what happens if there is a second outbreak, um, you know, during the major league baseball season. And, and this leads me to my next point of, you know, Charlie Blackman and a couple Rockies testing positive for COVID. Um, you know, and it's, and the three players are Charlie Blackman, Phil Deal, and Ryan Castellani. Um, they all tested positive, tested positive for COVID-19. Um, and numerous reports state that the three players tested positive last week after training at Coors Field. And, you know, so we're talking about the Rockies, you know, at July 1, no later than July 1, having the entire team report to Coors Field. And yet you just had three players test positive there. So, you know, that's, that's definitely interesting. Um, we'll see. It's like shooting bullets into a bulletproof vest, you know, trying to see if it works. Um, and I guess only time will tell, um, you know, but the news about Blackman comes just days after COVID-19 cases emerged at various spring training facilities in Florida. Um, and, and, you know, the 60 game schedule schedule is set to begin on July 23rd or the 24th. And, and you know, we're talking, we've seen that players have, and people have to self quarantine, self quarantine for up to two weeks. You know, we're, we're, we're up against it right now. Um, so, you know, there's 15 known cases of COVID-19 amongst ballplayers in the, between the team and staff, and that number could go up um, as we continue to ramp up testing. Um, Blackman as well, he was really, really vocal three or four weeks ago um, about the state of the game, and he was on the Rich Eisen show, and that was actually the first episode of the this podcast on my first episode back um, after the winter. And um, I'll read you the quote here from the Rich Eisen show. Blackman came out and said that this country needs baseball. We need to get we need to get back to summer life, get back to normalcy, being able to watch live events on TV. We need that badly, um, you know. And so he said that. And then you know the recent number of confirmed cases appear to have no impact on MLB's return, you know. And, and it seems like Blackman, who you know is as, is as patriotic as they come, you know, he's ta- he's tested positive now, and clearly you know he's he's moving along you know full speed ahead. Um, and so is the league. So you know the show must go on at this point for Major League Baseball. Um, regardless of the health hazards and regardless of, you know, whatever, um, because, you know, these guys got to make money. These owners don't want to lose money. These players want to, you know, live up to the, get some of the money off their contracts. So, um, you know, it's, it's definitely a bizarre time in the world of sports. Um, we have the MLS tournament, major league soccer, that's going to be, you know, kicking off about, I think it's like a week or two before baseball. So we'll see how that goes. And that's going to be happening in Orlando, which is like a hotbed right now in the state of Florida. Um, but outside of that, you know, baseball is going to be the first real mainstream sport to come back. You know, the NBA is going to follow a week or so later and presumably the NHL after that. And then, you know, you were about six months away from Christmas. So, you know, we got the NFL, um, you know, trotting not too far behind as well. So in a way, you know, baseball is going to be a guinea pig here, folks. And it's going to be, um, I I don't know how much I trust them. You know, I feel like when it comes to getting out in front of things and being advanced medically and socially and all that stuff, baseball definitely lags behind the other sports. Um, so I'm definitely interested because I I feel like if baseball can get through the first couple weeks, so, so should the NBA and so should the NFL and the NHL. 
Um, so I think that's going to be the big thing here to monitor is how does Major League Baseball handle it, especially if there are some positive cases that continue to pop up. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, that's all we're going to be able to do right now is kind of sit on our hands and wait and see, but at least we're going to get baseball. Um, so 60 games, you know, we'll see how the Rockies do. And like I said, I don't want to talk about it too much right now, but I do think that the this 60 game schedule is going to benefit the Rockies to some capacity here down the line. Um, I think we're going to see them, you know, be able to, you know, play really hard for a shorter amount of time. We've seen the Rockies get off the hot starts before in the past. You know, I saw something that in like 2017, um, after 60 games, the Rockies would have won their first division and the Dodgers would have been in second place. Um, the, the Rockies would have had one of the best records in all of baseball after the 60 games in 2017. And the, the famous or, you know, the popular comparison here right now or the, the popular topic is, you know, after 60 games last season, the Washington Nationals wouldn't even have made the playoffs and they went on to win the World Series. So, you know, that's just a testament as to regard in, in regards to, you know, how important it is to play, you know, 100 plus games in Major League Baseball to get a real feel. Um, you know, for how good these teams are and whatnot. And it's just hard, you know, because baseball, is, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint in the fullest sense of, of the saying. Um, you know, 60 games and means one thing. You know, there's the old saying of like, you know, you play 40 games, you know, you got, you play, you got 40 wins and you got 40 losses, you know, and it's what you do with those games in between, you know, that, that decides your record, you know. So it, with, with just 60 games, you know, there's definitely not as big of a margin for error. So we'll, we'll have to see how this all plays out, but I'm, I'm excited nonetheless. Um, again, June or uh, July 23rd and 24th here are the target dates. Um, players going to be reporting to spring training no later than July 1st. So that's a, a short and sweet podcast here. Less than 20 minutes, guys, going to wrap it up. But um, the latest installment of the 20th and Blake podcast has been presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Be sure to check them out online at DraftKings. They do great work for us. We'll be back again here next week, and we're going to dive deep into why I think that this 60-game schedule could really benefit the Rockies and why I think it could benefit Nolan Aaron. Um, and why this could maybe be a, a year of magic for the Rockies here in this uh, 60 game shortened season. But uh, until then, guys, I'm going to sign off, try to enjoy this nice weather and enjoy uh, what's going on here um, in Colorado as we wait for sports to return. But um, the light, is, the light at the end of the tunnel is rapidly approaching folks. And, and it's really encouraging and exciting to see that sports are the, the return of sports are on the horizon. So fingers crossed that we can um, continue to take care of ourselves throughout this pandemic and get everything going in a safe and, um, you know, a safe manner in which everyone feels protected and is um, confident in what's going on in the world. So that's going to do it for me, guys. Anilo Piro signing off. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.